Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And uh, today uh, we're talking about, it's a couple of weeks after it happened, so we've let things kind of cool down, and now we're going to start stirring it back up again. (laughs) Uh, A few weeks ago, as a matter of fact, uh, on Mother's Day, May the 12th, 2019, uh, Revolution Wrestling Authority in High Point, North Carolina, had their, uh, I believe they were doing monthly shows. Uh, That show was that afternoon. That evening, I started getting messages. Uh, I started getting messages from fans. Hey, did you hear about this? Uh, They had, had gotten private messages. I guess there's like a group text. And they had heard from one of the wrestlers that was there telling them what had happened. Well, that's a problem right there. That's part of the problem with, they didn't hear from one of the wrestlers. They heard from a Mark who hangs out in the dressing room. (laughs) when, When did the wrestlers stop policing the business? When did they stop protecting it? You're, so the wrestlers in a group text with the fans? I don't think it's I no I don't think there's a gr- fan group text. I think the wrestler message message one of the fans, and then that message. I can tell that this is somebody that I know. I don't think no. I uh, I don't think I don't think so. How so? Here's what happened. If you if you've been on a different planet or you're not from the south, this was picked up. This story. Talked about on Jim Cornette's podcast. Mm-hmm. Talked about on Xbox's podcast. Talked about Dave Meltzer. Talked about it. Everybody's talked about. It. Bruce Mitchell wrote. Bruce Mitchell was there. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. he wrote an article on it. He had he had talked to both sides. He had a good article, but it was the incident between Jacob Ryan and Brad Anderson. Brad Anderson, who is the son of uh, legendary wrestler Gene Anderson. And according to your question. I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. The nephew of Oli. No. I never. I never said. You know, I was. I told somebody that the other day. I told somebody that I'd done that. That I was like in the process and I was like, wait a minute. They're not. Because Jerry Briscoe was there that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was, and and that was the weekend I bought the Jack Briscoe. I'm like, man, that's got to be cool to like work with your brother. Yeah, I, oh, I almost <laughs> ended everything. I almost like, oh, I would have been like, it's still real to me, guy. Right. Anyway, whew, luckily I did. <laughs> hey, Mister Holy, what was it like working with your brother? Was that something that really did good for your heart? Um. So, let's catch you up on it, okay? In April, uh, at the show, Brad Anderson's out uh, with his son, who is training to be a wrestler. They are receiving an award, Mm -hmm. all right? Jacob Ryan, who is a heel, comes out 
And Jacob Ryan has wrestled for RWA for years, probably since the beginning. He was a long reigning cruiserweight champion for them. He's some. He's been a corner. Uh, he's been an integral part of the promotion. He came out, interrupt. Legendary tough guy, Jacob Ryan. Uh, he, you know, what? Whatever. They go back and forth, uh, and then he gives Brad Anderson's son, which I've seen the video of this now. Um, he gives him a short arm clothesline, and the and the kid gets hurt, breaks mm-hmm. some ribs. Now, um, if you're a, you're a patron, which which I can say this now because it's been a few weeks, it's not breaking news anymore. Uh, I reported to our patrons that I heard two sides of this story. I heard one side of the story that he wasn't hurt at all. I heard the other side of the story. You know, they said he broke one rib. He actually broke four ribs. That it was actually worse. Huh. The injury. How old is the kid? I don't know. I don't know. I believe he's in high school. I don't know. So, Brad Anderson, allegedly, I guess they said Jacob Ryan, they didn't hear from him. He didn't apologize. Apparently, Jacob Ryan did try to reach out. I don't know. Because the kid no-sold it. Brad Anderson told Bruce Mitchell, I didn't even know he was hurt till we got in the car because he didn't. He wanted to no sell it. He didn't want to act like he was hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we need. Maybe Brad Anderson's son was trying to create an illusion for the people that were there. Of you know, I don't know. So Brad Anderson's Are a you little telling me maybe his teenage son's more of a man than a guy that got. Well, okay. I was... So we. So they bill. They say, hey, Jacob Ryan and Brad Anderson are going to have this match. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Brad Anderson's son released a T-shirt that said, I'm still standing or something like that. No, Brad Anderson's son. Oh, that wasn't his son that did that. No. Just getting sympathy bookings. Okay. No. All right. All right. No. I, was just, I thought it was Brad Anderson's kid. I thought it was a teenage kid that was doing all this. Are you serious? No. <laughs> you, you scared me there for a minute. So, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, the teenage kid's the one that pressed charges against Jacob Ryan for hurting him. You know, he could have. We'll get to that as well. Oh, did that not? So, RWA okay. pushes, hey, this is Brad Anderson's going to teach him a lesson. And, like, if you read the ad for this match, you're like, well, this is personal. Mm-hmm. They get there. Allegedly, I wasn't in. I don't know what Julian Strauss said to Brad Anderson. I don't know what he said to Jacob Ryan. I don't know what he said to both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they agreed to. I don't know what they talked about other than, hey, we're going to make this This going to be a little stiff. Gonna make We want this to look real. They get out there. Brad Anderson cuts a promo, says, hey, I'm gonna, this is what we call in the old days of receipt. I'm going to teach you a lesson. Da, 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 da. The bell rings, and he's on Jacob Ryan. Takes Jacob Ryan down. Jacob Ryan tries to get away. The video's out there. Is that was that Brad Anderson was also asking the referee to please get Jacob Ryan off of him, right? No, that no, no, no I no, right. no. Uh, I've evidently got this thing all wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> um, that's uh, generally like legendary tough guys. That's what they've done as they were beating people up. They were saying, "Please get him off of me. Please get him off of me." You know, when we were in junior high. There was a brawl. Uh, it was like yearbook day, and 
something happened and something was said. And so I guess two representatives step forward. They're going to have this fight. Burke Arnold and Brian Gibson. Burke Arnold gets the first punch, gets the first two punches, and Brian Gibson is down. And once Brian Gibson is down, everybody jumps in. And Brian Gibson's 13, 14 at the time. Well, he was junior high. Uh-huh. Brian Gibson's jumped by, I mean, there's a crowd of people that jump in on him. And he got up, spit some blood at Burke Arnold, and walked Man, off. Walked off. He was legitimately getting jumped. He took it. By 20 people. Like a man. Because he's the one that stepped. He got his butt kicked. Yeah. As far as I know, didn't get any sympathy bookings in science class that morning. <laughs> got suspended. <laughs> got suspended. Right. And to his, in his defense, Brad, Brian Gibson, in that instance, he was taken up for somebody that – now, the person he was taken up for had done something really stupid. Mm-hmm. But he was taken up for somebody that didn't need to be – it was all stupid. Let's just get that out there. The whole thing was stupid. They shouldn't have been fighting. But Brian wasn't, get him off of me, get him off. He, no, he's, you know. He's a tough guy. Now, Jack Gillette got in there and cleared. Let me tell you, Jack yeah. Gillette was a tough man. He was. He was, he was a, a man's man. He really was. Like, he's a guy. Jack Gillette was probably. And he had the mustache to prove it. He was probably 5'3". Yeah, but if Jack Gillette was a wrestler, he's not somebody you would call a vanilla midget. No, no. Not to a, his face. He was a shooter. Yes. Did you ever see him cut all his flips? Have you ever seen him cut? Did you, he was I a did. gymnast. Yeah. yeah he, he, he was a good like, basketball he player, too. take off running, and he could do the all these handsprings. And stuff. I saw him do it one time. It was impressive. Yeah. And I seen him snatch a kid up in the back of the class one time and throw him out of his classroom. Was I in there? He may have been. He slung the kid down the hall and threw him out in the hall. I seen him do that two or three times. He, I seen him. Yeah, one day at an after school thing, somebody shook a coke up and gave it to him, and he threw him out. Did uh, man, we're everywhere on this, but I love it. Jack Gillette one time was at a party, and they were playing a joke, and they put out some dog food as dip. And he didn't know. And Mug started eating it. And they came out like, Jack, that's dog food. He's like, it's good. And then Mug, <laughs> I'm like, what did you do? He's like, I just kept eating it. It was good. Ugh. It's like, wasn't going to hurt me. Yeah. I'm like, what? You really <laughs> ate it? He said, joke's on them. That's right. <laughs> like, that's right. So, yeah. So, back to the match. So, the whole thing from bell to bell. Maybe 60 seconds. They get on the outside. Brad Anderson picks Jacob Bryan up. Just picks him up, drops him, let's suplex or whatever. When I first got the message, he did a brain buster on the floor and dropped him on his head. Well, that's what I – yeah. The way it was built up before I saw it. Right. It was built up as uh, it – the way – I seen the Midnight Express work stiffer with the monkeys on Saturday night. Right. And I think Jim Cornette said if that was a shoot, it was a bad shoot. Here's – Jim Cornette summed it up better than anybody with this. When his co-host said, if that happened on one of your shows, what would you do? Did you yeah, hear what he said? I did not. He said it wouldn't ever happen on one of my shows because I booked Brad Anderson, but I'd never book that other kid. Right. Right. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Right. I love Jim Cornette because he tells the truth, man. No. Jim Cornette has reached that point to where he's not trying to impress anybody. 
No. He is who he is. And, and you just take him or leave him. Right, take him or leave him. I, I, I don't agree with him all the time. Certainly don't agree with him on. I know you don't agree with him on some stuff, but most of the wrestling stuff, I agree with him. Um, so, yeah, when when I first started getting messages of this happened, I was like, that's not really. Um, I wonder how this, what this story would be like if we didn't have the video. So let me speak on the video. So, in this case, am I glad we've got the video? Yeah. But listen, if you're a wrestling fan, you don't buy a movie ticket and live stream the movie. Right. If you pay a ticket to a wrestling show, if you want to video the match, I got no problem, especially being a network owner now. I got no problem if you want to. I had to tell somebody to take a video down the other day. I said, listen, if you want to video this match and you want to go, if your mom wants to video this match and you want to watch this match and get better, that's totally cool. I'm, I'm asking you is don't post this on social media. We're trying to sell tickets. And mm-hmm. if you're giving it away for free, What's the, why would people if people know well you know they're going to post that on uh, Facebook Live for free mm-hmm. so that's a whole different issue. Uh, I've heard differing reports on the injuries uh, that Jacob Ryan sustained. So the bell rings, Brad Anderson lets go, the locker room empties, everybody's mad. They tell the promoter, hey, we're not. None of them were mad enough to do anything at the time. They were just mad enough to get online afterwards and say what they would have done. Well, this is what I've heard. I'm just, I'm trying to lay the case out there. Mm-hmm. He was escorted. They, they, they escorted him out. Police come. And what was weird is they were like, some of the wrestlers that commented said, well, he didn't want to agree to a fair fight. I'm like. They were just one on one in the ring, right? Is that not a, That's a how, more, how much more? Fair. What what's so? What I would say is, if you know something, if you're if you really suspect something's going to happen, mm-hmm. and you really feel like you we need to do something, you had the opportunity to do. To yeah, do. I don't. You know, look, I'm not defending what the what. No, no, right. I mean, I you know, I'm not defending it. Right. But what I saw to start with was a wrestling match. Yeah. And he out-wrestled the kid. He took him down. I mean, I saw that. Took him down, got his back, yeah. Right, I mean, and I think he even got up and gave him a chance to, like, yeah. he rode him down. He rode him down and then gave then him the a cross down. face, and then the kid goes over to the ropes. and right. I seen Taz work just as stiff. Oh, dude, he, when he seven. smashed Sabu's, he... he yeah. Crush Sabu's nose. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm not defending it. It shouldn't have happened. It, right. I mean, it wasn't right. Um, but I just, you know, I think there's better ways to handle it. No, I yeah, I don't. I don't want anybody to think. I don't, and I don't think anybody is. I don't, on I don't Brad think any, yeah, I don't think anybody's saying, "Oh yeah, he should have done that." I don't. I don't get that. But, I think, but I think people are saying, eh, "This is maybe not." You know, maybe I'm wrong, but I haven't heard a lot of people stepping up and saying this is being handled the right way by the other side. No, no. Um, maybe some fans have. Right. So when here's the thing with with Brad Anderson, he doesn't go after him before the bell. Right. And as soon as the bell rings, I've watched this multiple times. As soon as the bell rings, he lets go. Mm-hmm. So what he did, he did in the in the confines, mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying it's right. 
However, I'm saying that because charges were filed, mm-hmm. court date set. Uh, I have heard through a source that the judge was like, "How did this even get to me? Are you serious?" Yeah. So it's it's a charge of simple assault. And one of the defenses for simple assault is that there's consent. Mm-hmm. What is more consent than in wrestling? I mean, I, I, no, yeah. That, hey, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. Blah, da, 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 da. So I don't think I would be completely shocked if if these charges go anywhere. Yeah, me too. Um, I know that there's some other, other legal ramifications for Brad Anderson. Uh, I and what has shocked me isn't that like there have been some people who have said, okay, well this this doesn't have any place in wrestling, and I can't believe you guys are talking about that people need to be able to defend themselves. That was one of the most shocking comments mm-hmm. that I heard from a couple of people. Right. That what like why are we talking about training people to defend themselves in wrestling school? Like why that. That that shouldn't even be a thing anymore. That that's so that's so old school. That that's just that's the old way of doing things. Right. And I'm just kind of like, I like to me part of the part of the mystique we've lost is you got a wall full of people right there, and I guarantee you, every one of them could defend themselves. Right? No, every one of them. Every person on that wall right there yeah, can defend themselves, even the smallest guy. Right, even like some of the guys that aren't some of your favorites because their size, they were probably trained or learned or Mm -hmm. would be able to if Brad Anderson jumped on them. You flail. You do something. You 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 just start button pressing. If you think think that – you're legitimately being attacked. Mm-hmm. And that's where, to me, this is what I love about wrestling, and this is what I love about our patrons group and all that, is it's giving me a place to speculate. Because to me, I like blowing things out of proportion. That's what I've tried to do with this, because <laughs> I'm treating this as our, we finally got our Montreal screw job. <laughs> right. And that's how I've been dealing. That's how I've been looking at it. And is... Because, like, I'm like, it's like the Zapruder film. I'm like, because I heard one person say, uh, you know, Jacob Bryan's a nice kid. No one, I haven't heard anything. I don't know the young man. I hate right. that it happened to him. I really do. Yes. I don't ever want anybody to take away that I'm glad that that no, happened. No, God, I, no. I hate that that happened to the And he, he, is, he, he is a very... Uh, he is a very respectful young man. I have, I have managed one match in my entire career, entire life, and that's probably all I'll get. And Jacob, Bryan, it was a tag team match, and Jacob Bryan was in it. Right. Uh, and he was super nice to me. Um, but and and one of the wrestlers said, and I think this is true, and he was speaking to Brad Anderson. He's like, you know, Jacob Bryan took that like a man. So that made me think, it's like. So I'm on this fence, uh-huh. okay? Because all the criticism of Jacob Ryan has been, you didn't defend yourself. Mm-hmm. What if Jacob Ryan was like, you know what? I hurt the guy's kid. I got this coming. Yeah, I'm, well, I don't I'm going to take it. And then I think he got wrapped up 
I don't know that he necessarily wanted to press charges, but somebody obviously that kind of snowballed. Dude, the whole thing snowballed. It did. I think it obviously got bigger than anybody thought it was ever going to get. I mean, right, and part of that has to do with the video. Right, right. Because we could all watch twice it first. the size, five times the skill set. That was the that's best. a t-shirt. I'm I'm working on. It. <laughs> I am legitimately working. That to me. Anyone involved in in wrestling, we we all have to watch that. And on a hundred different levels, there's things we can learn and take away from it. Yeah, I like but, my favorite response was Austin Aries, uh huh, who uh, <laughs> yeah, who didn't say, "I'll pay your way and I'll fight you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Brad Anderson, I'll pay your whatever fee and I'll fight you. That's not what he said. No. He said, I'll pay your way. Frank Mir will fight you. <laughs> yes. Just shut up. Man, that's, right. the, that's the best you got. Right. You know what I mean? Come on, man. <laughs> He's like the kid that's hanging around with Scott Farkas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, Austin Aries. Austin Aries, man. How, I don't like, I don't know any. Uh, anyway, let's not talk about it. That's funny, though. Because I don't think anybody picked up. Everybody was like, man, that's right, Austin Aries. That's right, man. Nah. All I took away was, why are you you, go, you trying to get a fight with somebody else for it? Right. Are you promoting Frank Mir now? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. It's, it's funny. So it, it, it's. In a bad way, like for non-wrestling fans who are seeing this story, it's a bad look. It's yeah. a bad look for yeah, independent wrestling. Bad. It is bad for wrestling, ultimately. And it shouldn't happen. No. You know. The good thing the good thing that came out of this, which I guess is a bad thing, because you, you have a promotion that has probably gave Jacob Bryan his biggest shot up to this point. And if you read Bruce Mitchell's article, they are I thought they were paying more than fair uh, for his appearances. Uh, they made him a champion, mm-hmm. and now that promotion is no more. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be kind of a bittersweet in that the outcry of, well, this guy didn't need to be promoting. and uh, It's a different world, man. That stuff used to happen all the time. Yeah. Years ago. Good Lord. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that stuff happen. On indie shows, but right. you know it was, a, it was, it was people weren't posting everything online. Well, would would have it have even crossed anybody's mind to press charges? God no, no. Yeah, see, I've I've talked to a couple of wrestlers who have said they would have an issue working because, like, what if I what if I what if I miss a spot? which we'll talk about another incident. What if I miss a spot or what if I really knock your teeth out? What if I have an accident, but I really hurt you? And it happens. Are you going to press charges against me? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a a weird. All of a sudden, two guys, what if that becomes the new get even thing? Right. 
you know, I don't like this guy, so I'm going to get even with him by getting him to give him a match, and then I'm going to get hurt, and I'm going to press charges against him. Oh, my this goodness. This is a dangerous thing for us. Say, as they like to say, a slippery slope. It is. Um, and that let's just never – I can't imagine anybody in 94 what, pressing charges after something like that. What if – like, let's – Let's fantasy book this court case. What if he gets there and they're like, all right, we're taking this to trial. Mm -hmm. And you have to have witnesses. And now you got in the public record the conversations. And I'm I'm sure there's been other court cases where stuff like this happened, the whole mass transit. Mm -hmm. But, like, we don't need any more of that. We don't need more testimony of, well, this – this is what we had laid out, and he was going to do this, and da 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 da. It's a can of worms that we do not need. Um, to me, we we kept we were saying that at the house the other night because <laughs> you were, you posted a video and you went, "This opens a can of worms." <laughs> and the way you said it, and I was kind of listening to it, and Crystal heard it, and her, <laughs> you know, my wife heard it, and uh, and. Uh, and we started saying it. That <laughs> You're opening a can of worms. Um, so there was another incident. Uh, I'm not sure where. I don't know if this was in Tennessee or the Virginia area. A wrestler named Brian Logan mm-hmm. uh, was in a match with a kid. And uh, the kid missed a spot. And so he... Kid misses spot, kid's down. He kicks him pretty good a couple of times. Gets him up, gives him a straight jab to the face. Mm-hmm. Gets him in the corner, gives him a couple of chops. Snap mare, rear chin lock, and just is berating him. Mm-hmm. And uh, berating him, they do something else. He reaches in his trunks, pulls out what looks to be brass knuckles, and then hits the kid in the face with the brass knuckles. And then he looks. He pulls out the foreign object, hits the kid, looks at the ref. ref he's like, disqualify me. Ref disqualifies him. And then he goes to the back. And then the video comes back. This wrestler, Brian Logan's coming back to the ring with three referees. And guys are coming wanting to fight him out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, for him to, like, to, for me, if kid misses a spot, we've seen – I've seen this in wrestling. I've seen it in training. Kid misses a spot. You give him a stiff shot. Uh That's how they learn, you know? Mm -hmm. Brian Logan went way over the top. Sounds like it. Um, If if it was legit. Right. If it was legit. it sounds to me, just you describing it, like maybe two guys saw that something blew up. Right. And some guys got internet famous over it. Right. And they're like, hey, what if we. Now, to the other kid, the kid. To his credit, he hasn't said anything, or I haven't, I haven't seen him say anything about it. He didn't blow it out of proportion. He just simply walked out. He didn't even yell at the guy. Right. He just kind of. Generally, just somebody's whooped your tail, you know better than to yell at him. <laughs> now, did you just see, somebody posted a video, and I think this was recent, or maybe not. Guys on the outside, and they're talking. Maybe this is an older video. And he's talking trash to a female fan. And he spits on her. And there's no barricade. And her boyfriend takes him down and beats the slop out of him. He should. He shouldn't be spitting on people. No, no, no. And then when 
they finally get the guy up. The wrestler's just kind of like looking at him, and the that guy's still coming after him, and the refs are holding him back. And I'm like, as a wrestler right there, I don't know what the right thing to do. Do you take the shot and protect things, or do you realize, ooh, number one, that guy just whipped my butt. Number two, I probably went too far, right. and you just let it go. I don't know. I think it's safe to say of the the thing all the uh, – the three situations mm-hmm. where people have gotten beat up, none of those guys would have made it in all Japan in 1994. No. Nah. Because I, I can guarantee you. Right. I, I, there were matches that happened in all Japan wrestling between Stan Hansen and Vader and yeah. Brody, and or not Brody, but Masawa, yeah. Kabashi, any of those guys that we talk about all the time that were ten times worse yeah. than anything that I – Right. Have seen in these shoots. Right. Right. Just watch right. Steve Williams and Kenta Gobashi beat the dog slop out of each other. Yeah. The the other thing um, about the Jacob Ryan situation is when Brad Anderson suplexes him on the outside, he almost lands in the front row. Mm-hmm. And people debate and talk about South Carolina Athletic Commission all the time and the pros and cons of it. Sooner or later, at one of these indie shows, mm-hmm. a fan is going to get seriously injured. Yep. I saw it um, We were at, at, when we went and saw PWX one time. These guys diving and landed in the crowd. And I think, man, eventually somebody's going to fall on somebody's leg. Right. Or something to break somebody's ankle. And it's gonna, that's where the real lawsuits are going to happen. Yeah. And you... And for a small company, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That your company is gone, and so I feel like I feel like man, there's just so many uh, layers of story. But we just got to do better. Like to me, independent wrestling, we just got to do better. We got to do in better. What way? And who you let in the business? I think, yeah. I think in who you let in the business. I think if you do know a guy has a troubled, checkered past with a history of uh, anger, outburst, and violence, then maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, but also, on the flip side of that, Maybe we're like, hey, what draws money? Oh, people want to see larger than life characters. People want to see they don't. Who was somebody said? Uh, I was reading a quote last night, and that just said they don't want to see the kids down the street. No, they don't, man. And that's what a lot of, a lot of guys getting into it now, man. I, I, I'm not interested in that. Right. Think you're not going to hear me say anything bad about Brad Anderson on this podcast. Right. Right. I'm pretty sure he could whoop me. Yes. Um, yes. But I'm not really worried about Jacob Brown. Right. So, um, or, or White Mike. Right. So <laughs> I, th- I think to me again, you have a, you have a show that received all this attention, but both in a, of, in a bad way. Right. Both of the, but yeah, both of these shoot videos have come out. We're in front of sparse right. crowds. Mm-hmm. Like, sparse crowds. Like, 
What does that say about these? No one is drawing. No one is a draw. Um, but I, I think I, I think you got to have barricades mm-hmm. for the safety of the fans. There's a, there's a lot of shows now where there's not even seats. A lot of these bar yeah. shows, and people are like literally standing around the ring. Yeah. And we're just asking for yeah, something. Especially if you don't have any security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt eventually, man. I heard fans yelling one time of, well, so-and-so got hit on a dive. They should have, you know, the wrestler was telling them to move, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. A fan pays $30 for a seat. That's their real estate. That's what you have bought that. Mm-hmm. Does a wrestler have a right to come over there and tell you, get up out of your seat? That's an interesting point. Generally, when you see, I had a friend of mine uh, went and saw Raw. Yeah. And they had a section before it started where they kind of separated. He said, I knew they were going in the crowd. Yeah. You know? And they made sure when they were. But, you know, they go out in the crowd sometimes, but they're not. You don't see them diving on fans and stuff. No, like you know they're they're walking and brawling through the crowd, but it's very rare that you see them do anything where somebody's. And when they do big moves, it's in an area that's already been cleared off. Right. You know. Like at WrestleMania this year, they literally set up a camera stand mm-hmm. just for that one spot with Miz and McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, needless to say, which. Like impress that that spot, like it, it impressed me that the Miz did that. Not yeah. that Shane McMahon did it, right? We expect he, that I from Shane McMahon. But when the Miz did it, I, he got a, he went to another level for me. I a hundred percent agree with you. you know, and and I also felt that was always the knock on him that he was he was real. Which is why it's, it's kind of weird that it's a knock on a guy that he protects himself. Right. You know how is it that wrestling? The more wrestling has become performance art, the more injuries we're having. The more serious we're injuries. Who would have thought? Crazy. Crazy. Maybe it's because people used to know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And they weren't trying to do things that were... (laughs) I hope hope everybody's watching this on video because this is just fascinating to watch. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing to that bottle over there. <laughs> I hope it pays you by the hour. Anyway, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, that threw you off, didn't it? It did. And that's a shoot. <laughs> that is a shoot. Uh, but, yeah, it was very uh, – I think it. I think one thing for me is it showed um, – and in one way, it depressed me. And in one way, I thought, okay, there's an opportunity here. Uh, in, the, in one way, it depressed me is to to hear all the comments about what happened mm-hmm. and be like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. On it, both sides. Yeah, it just dep- it, it, I hate that it, it just makes wrestling look bad. Right. It makes independent wrestling look bad. It makes people say, I don't know that I want to take my kids out to see that. Right. You know, and that ultimately is – is my is the bigger issue. I mean, the kid did what he feels like he needs to do. That's his business. Yeah, um, I wouldn't book him. 
No, right. I wouldn't book him anymore. Right. Um, but he's got to do what he's got to do, man. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I felt like, I feel like this exposed in a good way that that there is an opportunity to book uh to you know what if you had a promotion that didn't book your next door neighbor mm-hmm. cuz it's clear from what the fans said on the video we're asking fans to suspend their disbelief mm-hmm. and in that case if you just listen to the fans on the video they're admitting you guys have have asked us to go too far <laughs> Right. Like, we'll believe that The Undertaker has zombie powers. But we're you're asking us to believe this is going to be a match, a fair match. A fair fight. That this guy's got a chance. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that shows a way to make money in two ways. Because I think you could book it to where those fans would be like, I think he's got a chance. And if you can give fans a glimmer of hope... They'll buy into that, and that sells tickets. I think if also on the other side, you do something or you create a spectacle where fans are like, hmm, I don't know what this is going to be. This is, this uh, I don't know. You know, it's the old Johnny Valentine thing. They may not think wrestling's real. They're going to think I'm real. Mm-hmm. And uh, which we all say that's what we want, and then when that happens, it's like, hmm. Yeah. People. I think it was Ole Anderson that said it best. You don't know what you want. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. In that famous, it'll never be over promo. Uh, yeah. One week you're chanting this, next week it's that. You don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The man. best, though, as we've uh, that is one of my favorite promos ever. When uh, they were interviewing somebody, and right. as he walks off, Ole's walking in, and I forget who it is. And the guy goes, you're going to get yours one day, Ole. And he goes, yeah, but not by you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah, but not by you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I need to uh, – I got some videos. I, wait, wait, I think I already showed you those videos of the dude during the impersonations. I don't know if I thought I, that. I need to show them to you. So, hey, that's a good, that's a good segue. Hey, uh, we're – you know, it's very rare that we – this was something we both saw. I I'll t- I tend to report on the more local stuff because that's kind of you know what what I do. I go to a lot of shows with the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, which you can go to soscustomnetwork.com. It's four ninety nine a month. It's a great deal. Also, you can go to soscustomtees.com. That's the only place you can't get these at Amazon. You can't get these at eBay. It's the only place to get the official Double Drop Kick merchandise. Uh, so you need to go check that out. Um, we're wherever podcasts are found, P- Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on YouTube now. If you Google the Double Dropkick Show, you're gonna find us. And when you find us, uh, when you seek, you will find. And uh, that's what that's what you'll find. We're on Twitter at Heath Mulliken. at the DDK Show. Uh, and hey, if this is your first time listening, um, you know, I think. Save your hate. I don't care. Mark does not care. I don't care if you agree with me. Um, 
Yeah, we listen. Tweet just, at me. I'm just going to ignore. We are just two guys. Listen, what we hope you understand is we are not two acquaintances that saw a business opportunity and started a podcast. We are not two guys that just met at a show and we're like, oh, we should do a podcast. We are two lifelong friends who have been talking about wrestling for 30 years. We, <laughs> right. like, we have been talking about wrestling for 30 years. The, the heart of this podcast is just, uh, we talked about this in our patrons video earlier, uh, which we have a private patrons group, patreon.com slash double dropkick. We we do this for us, and if you want to come along for the ride, we're so happy. Like, we're honored. It's mind-blowing that people would want to listen to us, but I think people do want to listen to us because most podcasts, it's just, there's not a, there's not a love. It's not blood. I mean, the Kennedys were blood. The Earps were blood. Mm-hmm. The Rhodes were blood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, I mean, that's what, I don't know that that's what we set out for this podcast to be. I think we did set out for this to be a technically superior, topically superior podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think we focused on being, turning Mark up to 11, turning Heath up to 11. It's True. a It's a personality podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Stellar analysis, as always. <laughs> Oh, you're right, though, man. That's, oh, uh, that's a—that's what it boils down to. It's taking what you really believe and what I really believe, and I mean, I'm not even saying uh, in this situation, I'm not saying everything I believe. No, I'm just being honest with you, I'm. Not, I think we're both holding back. Yeah, I'm holding back a little bit because I mean, I don't, I don't want to knock right some local guy. You know what I mean? Right. I that, don't, don't want to get into that. No, um, we wish everybody. The yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish the kid had the press charges. Right. Guys. That's the only thing. Here's the thing. If if Jacob Ryan can sell a million T-shirts off of this, if he can get a bunch of bookings, good for him. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What if you if you're in it, be in it to make money. And I like, I can criticize how he might get those bookings or how, mm-hmm. but as I'm criticizing him. He's making a deposit at the bank, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's his bank account increased by 35, 40 bucks this week. Probably so. And good for him. Speaking of bank accounts, it's it's almost time for lunch. We got a few more episodes to record. Our schedule's a little off today. We got to do as you, some. As you texted me. Last night, I didn't get to buy you lunch last week, so I owe you one. <laughs> that's right. I owe you lunch. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. And uh, we maybe we film that for the – maybe we film us eating. I think that's Nobody the one. Nobody wants to see that. No, I think <laughs> you're wrong. I think you're maybe wrong. They do, yeah. uh, so anyway, um, thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, rate, and subscribe. Listen, there's a lot of things we could ask you to do. That would grow this podcast. And if this podcast grew, that would be awesome. But it's not what I hang my hat on. It's not, my life doesn't depend on it like it used to be when we first started this. We're just here and we hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it, tell the world. Tell the world about it. Become a patron. So as always, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.